You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Real Housewives of Miami After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Real Housewives of Miami After Show. Hi everybody, welcome to another After Buzz TV after show for Real Housewives of Miami. This is season 3, episode 13, Blame It on the Alcohol. This is the season finale. And we are going to recap this episode and give you all the juicy, you know, details and all Mm -hmm. that jazz on last night's episode and this night's episode. I am Michelle Renee, your host, and I'm joined with the lovely and beautiful. Hello, Ashley Daniels. How are you? I don't know why I always say Daniels like it's like another name. It's another first name. I'm like, Ashley Daniels. (laughs) I just love that song. You can just call her Ashley. Just call me Ash. (laughs) So this, obviously, we're going to be covering two episodes um, in tonight's after show because there was an episode that aired last night and also an episode that just aired tonight. I don't know why Bravo decided to do that to us, uh, but we're going to jump right into things because obviously we have a lot of material to cover. So our first topic is romantic relationships. Yes. And we saw the episode open, well, last night's episode, let me clarify, last night's episode opened with... Our favorite couple, I don't know, I guess that's subjective, but Lenny and Lisa, um, Lisa's packing for Vegas, and we learn that Lenny's not going to be coming to the wedding at all. Yeah. Um, So she kind of insinuates here that in the confessional and, you know, in their little interaction that there's trouble in paradise and, you know, that she's a little bit worried that he might leave her if she can't produce a child for him. Yeah. And I mean, I personally think that that's kind of smart of her not to be naive about the situation, just thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to sit up with my feet forever, like sit with my feet up forever and not have to do anything, you know, like produce a kid. But at the same time, my question is, do you think it's fair that he would leave her if she can't no, have a No, no. Oh, gosh, absolutely not. No. That's, that's a terrible thing to even think about. It was, it was <laughs> like, it, it's, you know... It was interesting because she was very verbal about her current situation with Lenny in this episode last night. She even goes into saying she would, um, she, they may need a break. And it was, it was just a scary thing to think about how you can go from, it just, it just shows you the impact I think that reality TV has on relationships as well because they didn't have these problems prior to the show. They still had the fertility problems. Yeah. But this is all arising and we don't really know if it's for the cameras, but, you know, I I assume it's real. He seems pretty serious, and he really is never around, and I know he works a lot, but it's just another letdown for her, and she can't have her husband around again, and I know that must be difficult to, you know, when you go to a wedding especially, you want to yeah. have that your boyfriend, your husband with you. It just makes it more fun to have someone to dance with, and it's romantic. It's a romantic time, so. Yeah, yeah. I, that was also another question I had. Is she, is she creating a mountain out of a molehill, or is this drama between them real? And I kind of feel like she is 
creating a mountain out of a molehill. And well, you might disagree. Yeah. No, I, I. The thing with her is, it's hard to tell when she's being more when she, when she's being more human, like, and she's just kind of getting because she sometimes is very superficial and she acts very like nothing's wrong or life's perfect but then there's other times where I see like you can see within her and you can actually see that she's like a really good person so it's hard to tell when she's just complaining for the heck of it and when she's complaining because it's genuinely bothering her and it's hard to distinguish that with her yeah that's what I just noticed that she was kind of provoking him a little bit and just being a little brad and saying like get in the suitcase and yeah well she does those kid things all the time she does and i just think that on top of an already tense situation that acting like that isn't going to you know make it better your husband just came home from a long day of work and i don't think he wants to play around you know no and he never does and i feel like when he comes home and it's days of you know all day he's probably up at four in the morning Mm -hmm. and he's doing surgeries if not he's doing a day of consultations surgeons have days where they just do consultations and days where they just do surgery so he is exhausted he probably gets home around like nine o'clock and he's got these cameramen there and yeah he's got to you know deal with this whole show now and it's just it's tiring i'm sure it's emotionally tiring and aggravating and you know it's She's there complaining about how can you not be here? And I would be so aggravated if I worked all day long. I supported somebody and they would complain at the end of my day that I can't be somewhere because I have surgeries. I would be so aggravated. And yeah. I was thinking about that tonight. He's, he really has a high tolerance. Him and Frederick are like yeah. great guys. So if you were in the situation, the exact same situation as her, you know, your husband was a surgeon and he couldn't come to the wedding. Would you be annoyed or you would just be fine i wouldn't be annoyed i I would be i would be disappointed disappointed okay yeah. but i would know that there are certain things you don't tell him because there are certain things that are out of his control and why put someone why make someone nervous about a situation that they can't change there's no way he can cancel surgeries so to even mention it is immature and it's stupid because nothing can change so her expressing her anger about it only makes him frustrated and nervous and it only causes a fight about nothing that can actually be fixed anyway. Yeah. So what's the point of bringing it up? Just accept it. There's pros and cons to everything. She's got a great life. There's some things <laughs> yeah. that you just have to deal with. If you want to have that much money and if you don't you want to work. Have, if you want to have all these Birkins, Lisa, your husband is not going to be <laughs> yeah. at the wedding with you. So right. deal with right. it. <laughs> yeah, she's, you can't have a perfect life. And I mean, it would be nice. But she's got pretty much the most perfect out of all of them, I think. Yeah. He's a great guy. He seems like just a sweet guy and a great husband. So... Yeah. Um, I think that they'll definitely, you know, hopefully look at this season and see how their relationship has kind of been put under a microscope and uh, use that as a way to correct things. Because I think we've definitely seen a difference between last season, Lenny and Lisa, and this season, Lenny and Lisa. Mm -hmm. And what they do moving forward, I think, is going to determine whether or not we see them get a divorce or whether or not they, you know, move forward and make their relationship work. It's interesting because so. you think about how there's a certain pressure on them as well to stay interesting and to stay relevant so that they get asked to come back for the next season. Yeah. So, you you know, if you – so you have to understand that too and it's hard for me to remember that because sometimes I'm just so annoyed by the way she treats him. But then I'm like she has to do something or yeah, there's no storyline. Yeah. So it's a lot of extra added aggravation. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But you know. That's a good point. Yeah, but anyway, so that's the first relationship yeah. we wanted to touch on, and you know, and that was kind of a more obvious relationship yeah. that had some issues. But we then learn when they're on the plane first. That's when the first comments kind of made that I made a note about, and yes. that is that Herman 
a tight leash on Alexia. Um, she makes the comment like, I've never been to Vegas without a man. Um, and she surprised Herman let her come. Herman is letting me go to Vegas. Yeah. I also took notes on every yeah she it was said mentioned a, a few times. it was mentioned a few other times yeah um leah jokes with her when that she's gonna tell um that she's kind of keeping tabs yep. on her during the trip and she's gonna tell herman what she's doing mm-hmm. um and it's it's mentioned a few times yes uh those are the two that you know pop into my mind that i'm seeing on these the three pages of notes i have right now so <laughs> no right i Okay, at first it surprised me because, I mean, Alexia has, I think, kind of proven herself to be one of the stronger housewives. And she just doesn't strike me as the type that would let a man control her. And if she did let a man control her, I don't think she would. She just doesn't strike me as the type that would have it so obvious out there in the open. But it seems like all the other housewives know and understand, like, no, Herman wears the pants in this relationship. And Alexia, you know asks his permission to you know go to the bathroom if she needs to so that was surprising to me but then when i thought about it again i thought well maybe she got like this because of her first relationship because i mean undoubtedly i'm sure he wore the pants in that relationship and you know didn't give her much freedom uh with peter Mm -hmm. senior so maybe that's where she got it from and she just carried over into this relationship maybe um i think it i think that is definitely a factor i also believe that he must put some emphasis on her being on close, you know, him having close tabs on where she is. Uh, if you look at him, I don't mean to insult his, his look. Cause like I said, I love Herman, but she's a beautiful woman. I mean, she, she is. is gorgeous. I can't imagine what is when she walks in a room, all eyes must be on her. And you look at him, you know, he's, he's no, he's no Ken. He's no Ken and I just think that a man that has a woman like that, no matter how much money you have, you still feel like there's a potential chance that Prince Charming could walk in and sweep her off her feet. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be the reason as well, because she's beautiful. And, she is. And it's hard to think about, you know, how it must feel for him to be the way he, and he's not, he's just, he's his own person. He's Herman. And is you know. Yeah. That's got to be it. But also, it seems like it's an unspoken thing that was brought up many times. Even Lisa says at the end, you know, you're scared of your husband. So they all know about whatever this little thing is. And it's not very little because for all of them to know about it and all of them to touch on it in one episode, but five times I've had written down. I mean, that's got to show that she's probably a little afraid to do it if she wants without asking him first. Yeah. That was surprising to me. Like Like I already said, but. Yeah. He doesn't look like the type that would be kind of scary. He doesn't. But I think that's those are the types that you have to watch out for. It's, you think so? You know, the, the, the guy that. that's, you know, really loud and boisterous and, you know, mm-hmm. claiming that he's all big and bad. He's not the one that's really big and bad. Yeah. But the guy who's kind of sitting back and a little silent, that's the one he's that the might be a little. No, yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's the wife yeah. beater. Not saying yeah. that Herman is a no, wife beater, no, but I'm just saying, no, you know. We're not saying that. Um, no. No, it's like the same with the women that are like always talking about sex and then they're really just. It's Joanna. The, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But exactly. And she's probably – and then the ones that are, like, quiet, at least for, for my friends, I've realized the ones that are really quiet, they're, like, freaks. I yeah. mean, I didn't experience anything with them. I just heard things. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Her? She's so shy. Yeah. Those are the ones that are crazy. Point. Yeah. So I feel I feel like it's the same thing with men. It's yeah. just, you know, the ones that are quiet you have to watch out for because you don't exactly know what's going on. Yeah. So, so. all you freaks, start talking so no one catches on sees what you're really like 
All right. Well, before we head into our next topic, we want you to head over to iTunes and rate and comment. Uh, tell us what you thought of this season thus far. We're going to be heading into the reunion shows next uh, for the next two weeks. So rate and comment. Leave any questions you have uh, that you want answered. And, of course, tell us what you think about Alexia and Herman and also about um, Lenny and Lisa. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd love to see what some of you guys have to say because. People have very different opinions. They do. <laughs> Sometimes it makes you think about things you never even thought of. Yeah, and a lot of times I don't agree with us and what we have to say, but yeah. that's what makes the world go round, right? That's what makes the world go round. Speaking yeah. of disagreements, um, <laughs> let's jump into our next topic, which is friendships. And uh, through the Vegas Bachelorette weekend, we see various different friendships that have, you know, had their ups and downs throughout this season and last season. We see those you know, come to a head, so to speak. So the first one we want to touch on is Joanna and Adriana's relationship. Yes. Um, which obviously is surprising that Adriana was invited to the Bachelorette weekend mm-hmm. to begin with. Um, I personally think that, that was big of Joanna to include her. Yeah, and- it was def- for her definitely mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Yes. And especially considering how Adriana didn't invite her to her wedding I or know. her Bachelorette party. Once again, I'm thinking to myself, Bravo wanted the last episode to have all of them in it because that's always what they do. But if we looked at this as if it's real life and there are no cameras, then yes, it's a very bold thing for her to do. Yeah. And she was the bigger person. Well, I think because we see Karen there and Mm -hmm. Joanna and Karen, I thought were better friends than Adriana and Joanna. Yeah. Um, And Karen wasn't invited to the Bachelorette weekend. Um, and if, you know, if you have, maybe she was, maybe she she just didn't come, but she did come to the wedding. We saw Karen Mm -hmm. was at the wedding. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so, I mean, I think it could have been one of those situations where Joanna could have still extended the olive branch by having her at the wedding, but, um, just not having her at the girls weekend. Cause I mean, that takes so much effort for her to fly from Miami to Vegas with these women, spend two or three days with them and then go to San Diego. Right. It's like, why would you put all that time and effort into someone that you don't really care for? Right. Well, I think for the show, I mean, I I think that she had friends there for, I mean, obviously we saw Diana Madison from Holly scoop and she is a good friend of Joanna's. We've seen her in a bunch of episodes. Um, well, at least one episode a few weeks ago, then tonight's and last night's. Um, and then another woman who I forget her name now, but she like runs some sort of, um, public relations firm or something. She does something fabulous. Yeah. Something really cool and celebrity driven. And, um, (laughs) so I think that they definitely had the ability and I think Bravo allowed them to invite people, but maybe they said, they could have also said, Hey, you know what? This is like the second to last episode. It's kind of an intimate party. We don't want any previous housewives there. Yeah. Could have been that too. Because Diane is not a housewife, so it doesn't, like, really distract you from the current cast. And Yeah, I agree. Um, I also think, depending on who, uh, you know, there could have been some drama. It could have made it better. Yeah. Because, I mean, for the most part, the Bachelorette weekend was calm. You know, there was n- Well, I calm mean, in terms calm of in ter- arguments. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Calm, calm yeah. in terms of yes. there was no bitch fighting. No, and, I mean, no. obviously... Anytime anyone has a party on any Housewife franchise, what happens? It ends in someone getting into a huge blow up right. that, you know, lasts for episodes and episodes. And even though these girls did get into kind of a catty argument, it was over and done with. Right. You know, in just right. a second. So you can blame it on the alcohol. Y- yeah. Literally. And uh, um, Marisol wasn't invited. Yeah. I know. that was, But, you know, like 
it's funny because just as you mentioned that, that's the first time I actually thought about that. I didn't even think that's how little like I even think of her. I don't even know she's still on the show, and she's I think not. she's so <laughs> sweet, but she's just so boring. I didn't even think of that until you said that. Yeah, I didn't even feel like oh she's missing from the group. No, no, no. nobody missed her. Yeah, um, <laughs> so uh, they get along. Yes, Joanna and Adriana get along um, on this trip, and they get along. I guess a little bit. Well, Adriana's really trying. I think she's yeah, putting she's... a lot of effort into it. It's almost like how can Joanna say no to somebody who's so apologetic? She's really giving her no room. So a few times, um, Leah mentions like that jo- Adriana's you know motives are fake. She's being fakely friendly. That's what she says, um, and she says that she, pretty much she just obviously Leah and jo- Adriana are not getting along. I cannot get anyone's names right. Okay, Leah and Adriana are not getting along. Right. And Adriana comes in and kind of tries to be friends with Joanna. And Leah is saying she's doing this because she needs an ally and she doesn't want to be. Well, she's just looking at it. And so it's just because, obviously, currently their argument is not cleaned up. It's still in the midst of a lot of unspoken things that they obviously get to a little later during their facials. But I just think right now there's so much bitterness that Leah has against Adriana that she sees everything Adriana is doing as a motive to something. And I really think it's not even that complex. I just think Adriana, Adriana, Adriana just doesn't want to cause any problems during her Mm -hmm. wedding. And, you know, she wants to make amends and she's trying really hard. I don't think there's anything deeper than that. That she's doing. So you think she's just trying to be her friend and trying to do the right thing? Yeah, I do. I thought she was just trying to have a good, fun girls weekend. But the only time I thought it was a little bit contrived was whenever they were in the party bus mm-hmm. and she tried to like motorboat Joanna. Like it, it, it was very uh, uncomfortable to me and it wasn't like they were wasted and everyone was, you know, doing like the girls gone wild thing. It was just very much a like, oh, let me try to do something cute and flirty and it was it was almost like this was the second base for them like they already had their they already had their first base in the pool clearly they already saw each other naked they were grabbing each other's boobs i literally wa- i was i felt like i was watching girls gone wild mm-hmm. it was crazy so if you already did that like 6 hours prior i think motorboating her at this point was like been there done that yeah been there you know done that, yeah and i think it was also a little bit rubbing it into leah maybe a little bit because leah's sitting there and she's you know doesn't she feels very out of place until what do they call uh the the two strippers come in and they both like rape leah basically they basically impregnated her by rubbing themselves all over her that was hilarious it is hilarious because leah is the most buttoned up of them all and <laughs> so funny she's like why are they picking on me it's <laughs> <laughs> a voice what did I do? Oh, my God. It's so funny the way you did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. I agree as well. Um, I mean, let, let's talk about Leah and how she acted this whole trip. Everyone was saying that she was, you know, not having a good time and they were giving her a hard time. Do you think that she was being her normal Leah self or you think she wasn't? Okay. So yes, I thought about it. this a lot and I think she did this for a reason. I think she could have a ton of fun if she wanted to, but... There's a few factors. One, she can't be in the sun. We already know that. Yeah. Two, she's older than everybody else. And imagine being an older woman and all these girls with perfect bodies. They're models. They're young. They're they're not they're not in their twenties, but they look pretty freaking awesome. They do, especially in a bikini. And 
I think that it's kind of difficult. Like you can either try to be the you can either try to be cool with them and then you just look extra awkward because you're that girl that's like dancing and you just look like the old you look like the mother or you something mm-hmm. or you can just step back and let them have fun and be like oh you know I just I just want to watch and then you just kind of feel less awkward and I think that she did that just so she doesn't really stand out as much even though some may say she probably stood out more not doing anything but I think it's just because of self, maybe being a little self-conscious yeah I think that she probably thought that the trip was going to go a lot differently I think she didn't expect Adriana to come in and get along with Joanna as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she was kind of expecting them to fight or whatever, meaning that Adriana would have been the odd man out, but she ended up being the odd man out. And honestly, I think she probably would have been a little bit more fun and had a little bit more fun had Adriana not been there. It reminds me a lot of middle school when you get in an argument with somebody and then you don't want that, you don't want anybody to be friends with them. Nobody that you like, you want to be friends with the person that you're arguing with. Yeah. And it's, it just... I don't know anybody like that anymore. I don't know things. This stuff doesn't happen in my life now. And so it's funny that these people are so much older and that it happens in their life. It still happens. Yeah. I mean, really, it sounds so cliche. Why can't everybody just be friends? Really? It has to be so, like, sides with them. So I think that had – you're right. I think that had a lot to do with it. She was really aggravated. Yeah. She wanted to see somebody yell at Adriana and get in a fight with her. And they didn't. No, they all really liked her and they embraced her. Yeah. Poor Leah. Well, that's all because of the connector, she calls herself, Lisa. The connector. Yeah. It's uh, a calling in life. Well, I, I mean, I will say it was a fun bachelorette party. And I think the, you know, peak of the fun happened whenever they were in the party bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already spoke about how Leah got a lap dance from the two strippers. Yep. And she makes a really mean comment that I did not like at all when she tells the strippers, like, at the oh, end. my son grows son's my son grows up to be just like you guys. Like She said at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Lisa mean. then said that you're a mean. bitch or yeah. something to her. That yeah. was mean. I did, that was really mean. I don't that know why mean. she would say that. Yeah. I don't know, maybe really she's feeling uncomfortable and just well, trying to make herself making, feel better. She was even making comments about like, "Well, what do you? Why don't you work for eight fifty an hour or something like that?" Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. How Joanna's like her her comment at the beginning, "Don't hate me because whatever, hate me because I'm beautiful." Mm-hmm. It's just like I know it's all for the show, but still, if if you want to gain, if you want to have people like see the good side of you, like when you do things like that, it's kind of difficult yeah and so when she says things when leah black says things like that kind of yeah. puts her down to a nine instead of a 10 for me and i'm like i just want to see her as a 10 she's almost perfect yeah i'm sure she you caught know? a lot of i should have looked online to see like people's tweets regarding that comment but i'm sure she caught a lot of crap from yeah. because i mean a lot of the housewives fans are just you know middle class like everyday average women yep and so, I mean, I think that she she and the other housewives as well need to keep their audience in mind and realize that these women watch the show because that's what they aspire to. It's kind of like a fantasy yes. for them. Yes, And absolutely. then when you go insulting them, maybe you didn't mean to, but when you go insulting them, it, you know, that is it such just a good turns point. your fans against mm-hmm. you. Yep. That's such a good point. Really is. I, I really agree with you because it is something that I think at times they get sucked into like this fab. They're all comparing each other to one another. So they forget that there's people outside of their little social circle. Yeah. And you have to have some humility and actually remember that because there's like so many women that would love to have one Birkin. Yeah. And these people are talking about, oh, my life stinks. I have one Birkin. So many women that would even love the opportunity to go to Vegas and have a bachelorette party. and fly in a plane. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's just simple things. Yeah. To even have a stripper give them a lap dance. Right. Hey, you know, or two. (laughs) 
Um, but in the party bus, things get heated um, real quick. Lisa has had too much to drink. Um, and I mean, I'm always like asking you questions, but I don't know. They keep accusing her like you've had way too much to drink. Was she just having a good, fun bachelorette weekend or was she a drunken asshole? I think she was having a lot of fun. Um, I know that in, in I've seen. OK, I know some people that have done that before mm-hmm. where they'll get like really, really, really drunk and they start saying things they don't mean. And it causes a lot of controversy. And she was very lucky that she could wake up the next morning and people just forgot about everything did. she did. And they blamed it on the alcohol, literally, because that she got she really lucked out. Most people will do things like that and they have to suffer the consequences of whatever they said and whatever they did the next day. And there's no blaming it on anything except themselves. Yeah. That, so that's happened to me before. Like, Oh, I've seen it happen to people that I know very well. And I, I, I still, I don't even understand how they drink now after the things <laughs> that they've done. So I think she was just having a lot of fun. And I also think that people that the people that were with her, didn't give her enough slack she was she was just trying to have fun and they were all being so prissy and i think if she had been more prissy they would have done the opposite i just think they were trying to alienate her a little bit in that sense like they they saw a little a little doorway to oh we can alienate her we can make her look like she's a drunken fool let's all not drink now i mean i've seen it happen a million times where you just you just choose to have a coca-cola because that person's already drunk and you don't want to look like them and you just let them go and get drunk by themselves and it was kind of you felt bad for her. You, I wish somebody was there to kind of take her aside and have a better conversation with her, rather than saying you're such a whore, like oh you love that pole. Those things are gonna really amp up when you're talking to a yeah. person who's super drunk. Yeah, that's know? what I wrote. I, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like we've all been there with either we've been the drunk person or we've been with a drunk person. And arguing with a drunk person is not going to get you very far. So I think that these women like were so adamant about proving their point and like getting back at her and jabbing at her when she would make a little remark to them that they didn't realize that she was drunk i think that if they wanted to defuse the situation they should have just let it go and been like okay okay lisa like have your fun right but i mean they were all like arguing with her and laughing at her and just making the situation so much worse than it could exactly and you're absolutely right you do not try to even Whenever someone's drunk, whether they're an alcoholic or they're just drunk for the day, you don't try to reason with them or ask them questions. If you really are looking for a real answer, just wait till the next day and ask them because it's so stupid. It makes – there's no positive result that can come from that. It's just going to keep fueling the fire. So I I did feel – I felt like I felt like she was alone in that situation and I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that. They love to use the word attacked. Yeah, attacked. I ganged up on. Yeah, well, Diana Madison (laughs) once again was sitting next to her uh, during the whole attack on Lisa and I felt bad for Diana because she's just sitting there like, okay, uh, and she doesn't want to say anything. Obviously, it's not, you know, it's just really, it's not her place to really say anything and she doesn't want to, these people, obviously, when you say something like Alexia chimed in and she got attacked so diana was smart she sat there she's like i'm just gonna listen but i felt bad i was like can someone get her out of there because she seems really sweet yeah she probably (laughs) got more than she bargained for on that one uh but i i guess the main thing that happens is that joanna and lisa exchange some words that are you know very vicious Mm -hmm. um on each other's part and i mean i think they were throwing low blows on both sides uh, but the things that they were saying were making each other feel very uncomfortable because of maybe the truth Yes, that is there. Um, right. Joanna is it, called a whore. Lisa calls Joanna a whore. Um, and then... 
But in playing, isn't it more of a playing thing? Like earlier when she's like, when, when did she exactly say it? I, was it during the pool scene when they got their shirts off, when they took their shirts off? Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's all in context. Like if I call you a whore, fun. like, are you whore? And I'm like, you're, you're a whore. Right, like, right. There's two, there's a different tone in my voice mm-hmm. depending on where we are, what the situation yep. is. Mm-hmm. It means different things. And I mean, I think that it was convenient for Lisa to be able to say, oh, I was just joking. I call you a whore all the yeah, time. Yeah, right. But it's like you called her a whore after she said that you, you know, are married to your husband for money and right. you don't have a job and you need to get one. Right, right. I, I, okay, so it really hit home for Lisa. This really aggravated Lisa. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Lisa did prior to being with Lenny, but these people continually stress that she has no job, would have nothing without him. And I know a lot of housewives that would be very hurt if that was said to them because truthfully, they don't have anything yeah. out left if they didn't have their yeah. husband. And it's we think it's a, like a good jab. Like, oh, you can't top this one. This is a real good jab. You don't have anything without your husband. But truthfully, that's they what they chose. And they can't go back now. A lot of them, that's their life. So why make them feel bad about what they chose to do? It just, it's just a mean thing, I think, to do to somebody. And um, in her case, I felt really bad when they said that to her because how do you really defend that? There's yeah. no way. You don't have a job, so you kind of have to just say, well, and, and she's not a mom, so it's kind of like she can't use that one where it's like, well, I'm a stay-at-home mom. So it's really this girl's just kind of sitting there getting attacked, and I did not like that. Yeah. I know a lot of – my mom's a housewife. She always was, and she wished, she wishes she could go back in time and have a like a real – career really? and so yeah absolutely oh, wow. so i think that for any housewife watching that it's definitely going to hit it's going to aggravate them as well yeah and so, joanne is a model i mean she's very lucky to have the job she has but i don't think it's right to use that as a means of making others feel less of a person or less of a yeah i mean the implication was that she married lenny for money and regardless of whether joanna or leah or whomever else has a job that doesn't mean that they didn't marry their husband for money it just well she's not stupid she met him in vegas and she found out he's a plastic surgeon she was probably we don't know what she was doing as a job for a job but if she was living in vegas beautiful girls usually do one of three things and you know i'm not saying she was a stripper i'm saying you know she could have been like a cocktail waitress or something like a regular job where you live on tips and there's this guy that comes in and he's Jewish, which is awesome because they're always successful, and he's a plastic surgeon. She's not stupid. I mean, it's obviously any girl would wouldn't be like, oh, well, he has money, so no thanks. Yeah, you know. But obviously, he's got so many other great things about him that he was the whole package. So, and if he liked her and she liked him, what's the harm in marrying someone who has money who's a really good guy? Why would you want to marry a guy with no job? Carry his ass around. Why would you want to deal with that? I wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah. Jeez. Hilarious. They make fun of things that are like so obvious. But I mean, then then Lisa calls her a whore to rebuttal. And then Joanna, of course, gets mad at that too because there's been rumors that she has kind of had a... With Joe Francis. With Joe Francis. Yeah, that whole thing. That her past has kind of been spotted a little bit as well. So... Well, if that's still bothering her, then it's just... That's weird. If some if if something if there's a rumor about you, and it was a year ago, and you 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 told your truth, you know you told your side, you got off your chest, you said that's not true. Why would it still bother you? If it's not true, why the heck does it bother you? Yeah, maybe because it's bringing up things and she doesn't want to have to explain herself again. But you know, that, yeah. if, if it's bothering you that much, I mean, I would just think there. that in both instances, there's a little bit of truth. Not saying that Joanna's a whore, no, but I'm just saying I think there's a little bit of truth 
to the blows that were being dealt. Mm -hmm. And so the insecurities came up and that's why these women got even more angry and the situation kind of got a little bit out of hand. But luckily, like we mentioned, the fight doesn't last very long. And the next morning they're over it and they're off to San Diego, which I guess brings us into the wedding. The wedding. Unless there was anything else you wanted to say about relationships. Well, I was just going to say that Everybody has a history, and I think that we, since we all get a glimpse into their life right now, mm-hmm. in their 30s or whatever, 40s, 50s, this is what we're seeing now. We don't know what really happened in the past, and so anybody that can go and find and dig up things, and it, it's just, it's rotten, I think. It's not a really, these people, we just see them from here on, and so obviously we're all curious, how did they get to this point, and that's when the rumors happen, and it's just... It really gets this was what gets everything really ugly. It I think. is it really, but yeah, yeah. It's I mean, and I think the, the housewives that we've seen in the past that have had the most success are the ones that are an open book. Let's bring it back to the audience. It's always about your audience. Mm-hmm. They've been an open book and they've let their, you know, fans know this is what I did in the past. Nene Leaks, for example. I mean, she's on primetime television now, and she used to be a stripper, and she was very upfront about that information. Hey, I used to be a stripper. That was me then. And this Mm -hmm. is me now. And I think you just get better results when you're upfront about your past and leave it in the past versus trying to hide your past. And, you know, you're always being insecure when it's mentioned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies, take a book from Nini's. I mean, take a page from Nini's book. Absolutely. Well, Nini, who's bigger than Nini in the Real Housewives franchise? I would say Lisa Vanderpump's probably second, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I and even, but I mean, Lisa, she's kind of had a fairy tale life from the beginning. But Bethany Frankel, I think, is another really good example of how she let everyone into, you know, the issues yeah. with her father and the issues with. I don't her, know if that's helped her, uh, her now. Past relationships. You don't think so? I don't know. I, I mean, know. I think it's uh, her popularity really. is just so. Well, yeah, absolutely. She de- She's definitely an open book. I think sometimes it can bite you in the ass. Um, yeah. She has a talk show now, and I think it's kind of. She has to, obviously, as a talk show host, there's a different perspective that, you know, you have a different um, a different influence on your audience and yeah. you have to be more aspirational and more of a of a positive influence. Yeah. And when you've shown so much negativity and so much, you know, obviously her divorce and she had so many bad yeah. things that happened to her, I think it also, yeah. I think it could affect other situations well, I'm a really she's big doing Bethany right Frant now. Fan, I so. am too. I watch her, her talk show every day. I wish that her show continues because I think she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. So, go right, Bethany. We, yeah. we digress, okay. but okay. So the wedding. The, the point yes. of us being here is Joanna's wedding. Uh, this has been six years in the mo- making, and her and Roman finally tie the knot. They the women. This episode starts. The women. In a very produced fashion, wake up late and they've all missed their alarm clocks. Um, oh, come now. Oh, please. <laughs> okay, sure. Next. That's clearly, um, not gonna happen. With yeah. Joanna. Joanna's a model. Models have to get up at three o'clock in the morning sometimes. They have to be in hair and makeup. They have these crazy schedules. All of a sudden, it's her wedding rehearsal day. She really didn't she drink that much. Leah before. Black wasn't drunk. Alexia wasn't drunk. Adriana was kind of drunk. Lisa was drunk. So you're <laughs> telling me like four of them couldn't figure out how to put an alarm clock on. Then all of a sudden, Adriana's hair is curled 10 minutes later. I mean, obviously, I think that they just filmed this little scene probably really quick. They looked. They did a close up of the clock and made it look like they missed their yeah. flights. It's not going to happen. And, and it's like the the two other girls that were there, Diana and I don't know the other one's name. Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't know the other name. But either. it's like 
wouldn't your friends at least contact you? Like, hey, we're on the way to the airport. Hey, you're not at the airport yet. Like, where are yeah. you? No, Diana is super, like, she could just tell, she's super successful. And she yeah. has to be up really early all of a sudden. You know, it's, yeah. I just think that this was a probably for the cameras. And I think that, that's why we probably didn't see the friends because. Yeah, Leah Black definitely wakes up early. I see her waking yeah. up early. But you yeah. had to have some type of drama because otherwise the episode really just is squeaky clean. There's really nothing. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know why production, if this isn't what really happened, I don't know why production would have done this whole scene because it didn't really add or take away from the episode. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of caused a little bit of tension at the beginning because they didn't know if they were going to arrive on time. Well, that's all. That's but all they wanted. That I mean, what was what was that for like a teaser? I, maybe for the for the uh, teaser. You know? Who knows? I mean, Lisa, we didn't even really see her throwing up, and she looks pretty great. When I'm throwing up, you'll know I'm throwing up. I'll be green in the face. I'll be disgusting. She's like Lisa's all perfect with a white tank top on, and she's like barfing in the side of the road. But she's got her perfectly makeup's all perfect, and mm-hmm. she Hair's looks great in the wind. Yeah, and I'm like, you curled your hair like Farrah Fawcett. You got all dressed up. You look fabulous right now, but you're sick. I don't understand. And she did not fall asleep with a boa on and a pair of sunglasses. There's no way in hell that really happened, that she's sleeping on a, a desk chair. When she went through all that trouble to pick out that bedroom upstairs, she's yeah. not sleeping in it. I'm just saying. You know? Yeah, that was a desk chair, wasn't it? Because I'm like, what is that? It was that? so I phony. Can... It was like it was like the hangover. They wanted to do like a little play yeah, in the hangover or something. So. You know, they all wake up in different areas and their teeth are missing and all this stuff. Except none of that happened, but we don't know. That would have been a good one. That's what production should have done. They should have knocked someone's tooth out. and <laughs> <laughs> Someone should have. Black could have had a tattoo. That would have been really funny. Uh, but they do finally make it. Yep. So that's the good news. They make it in just enough time, and we see Marta. They look perfect, too, when yeah. they make it. All of a sudden, their hair is perfect and everything. I mean, they must have had makeup people somewhere hidden in the trunk of the Escalade that they were driving to San Diego in, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. They looked really damn good when they got there. And someone probably had to carry the baggage, like the luggage as well. Yeah, where's like, the luggage totally going to go? There was like a production van that was yeah. following close behind them. Yeah. Are absolutely. we ruining this for you guys sorry. at home? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> so they, they make it though. They, they yes. make it through all of these obstacles they had to overcome. Mm-hmm. They make it. And we see Marta, and we haven't seen her since last season, and she looked very good. Yes. She looked yes. refreshed. Her hair and- looked great. She got some highlights and some mm-hmm. lowlights, and she had the same dress that Gretchen wore in... Her proposal to Slade? No. No. no? This was a dress oh. that she did wear, though, to like a dinner party or something. Okay. I think it's BB. It was really cute. Looked good on her. It was like short in the front and long in the back. I think the white one yeah. for the rehearsal Are dinner. you sure that's not the one she wore when she proposed to Slade? No, no, no. That wasn't. That was a custom-made dress that she had on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I, I blogged about that. Yeah, that was, that, a, that, was that was a, that was gorgeous. That was a mo- you blogged about the dress or her proposing to not, Slade? Not a pro- I don't care about the proposal. No, oh. the dress. I like the, the dress. The proposal. And never yeah. do that again. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for someone to like fall off the building. I was like, what is going on right now? Why? Why is this happening? It's torture. But I liked her dress. Anyway, Marta looked great. She Marta looked happy great, yeah. And she looked confident. <laughs> and surprisingly, she, I was waiting for this like moment of when Joanna ran over to her and hugged her. She has her arms around her so tight. And Marta kind of has like one arm around her slightly and she's like, Yep, it's great to see you. And it was just kind of awkward. I I was waiting for her to be like, I miss you, sis. I miss you. And just for them to be hugging. And yeah. it's a little bit like, I'm here. Okay, let's get this going. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly evident that their relationship not being as close as it has been has so much more to do with so yeah. much. It's It's so much bigger than the fact that Joanna, I mean, Marta lives in New Jersey now or New York or wherever she lives. Right. It, there's so much more and it's so evident in their interactions and, 
you know, I, I don't blame Marta for not being there if she didn't want to. Why would she want to be in the if when she when she re, if she rewatches this episode and she sees what went on in Vegas, she's going to be very happy that she didn't go. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of history there. That we, and I think Joanna and her love each other more than anything, but I just think that this is Marta's first time having her own life and not being kind of behind the scenes and Joanna's sister. She has her own identity, I think. It makes yeah. her feel really important. And and I would have liked to have seen her boyfriend. I'm curious about I what I think we like. should go back and watch it and pause all the scenes and see, see who she's talking to. Yeah. We'll find him. Yeah. You said he was a race he's car a race driver? car driver. Oh, he's got to be right? hot then. He's got to have a good body. Those those little race cars are very small. Those mm-hmm. cute little tight bodies have to fit inside those little tight cars. So you can't. I mean, not, yeah. I'm not. So I'm not saying. That, and she's really attractive. So I'm assuming she's not going around with some busted scrub. No. Yeah. I don't want no, no scrub. scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was so planned. No. No, it wasn't. Like, I know. I'm kidding. We are not the production crew of Real Housewives of Miami. We don't produce no, magical moments like that. <laughs> Improv 101. <laughs> And it was on key too. A it bit, was, so. and I can't uh, think for shit. Okay, Ooh, um, okay. No, it's all good. Um, it's all good. So, okay. It's all good. So, okay. okay, Joanna, Marta, and Roman have this little moment where they kind of come together, yeah. and Marta is like, "Well, I am welcoming you to the family," and I just think in this moment she knew the cameras are here. I only have to be here for one or two days, so I'm gonna like grin and bear it, say exactly what I should say with a smile on my face. Mm-hmm like Miss America, and get the hell out of here. It was so disingenuous. Is that what about her? Yes, it is a word. What about her speech? Her speech. That's you were not impressed with the speech at all. Who was? I, I just want to say this is for love and laughter and your relationship or something like that. And welcome that was it. It was family. Welcome to them. And then Roman gets up and he's literally in tears and he looks over and he goes, how did you do this? And she's like, I don't know. He, he He's asking her how she got the courage to not cry during the speech. And I'm like, did he not listen to her speech? It was pretty easy. Kind of like the way Joanna had her nuptials. She did them fast. I think she didn't want to cry, probably, because she said them very fast. One thing I don't like when people when people write their own vowels, that's not what I don't like. But We know they, you don't like that. You just no. said it. But I don't like when people focus on negative aspects of it. Like, I think when you write your own vowels, it should be all positive. And what negative had, did you hear? She said something like, you know, we might all not always get along. Oh, and, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, people know that we can get a little bit crazy. You know, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely, it, she's I mean, not, like, writing's not her negative. forte. Like, she's not he was a writer. Just, I don't know. I don't he think just, she poured her heart into that. His, his vowels just his were vowels so were- sweet. You were almost in tears. I I did get a little was, teary-eyed. I felt his family's not there. He only has his brother there. It was just so heartfelt. And we both said, it's okay if he possibly cheated on her. We're over it. We're over, over it. And we he love us Roman over. so much now. Like, it's crazy. We love him. For me to, like, think back on last season and the negative perception of Roman that I used to have. And I used to badmouth him so badly. And now I think he's such a sweet, genuine guy. He is. He is. Now we understand where he yes. comes from. We get it. And it, it just, he always makes comments like, thanks for accepting me. Thanks for choosing me. And I I think that, I mean, he is kind of a broken person. And I think he just feels so lucky that someone has looked past all of his flaws and chosen him. And I just yeah. think that that's such a humble person. And he's going to make a really good husband. Oh, definitely. To her. Mm-hmm. So she better act right. 
Yeah, I I think that she, I think it, I don't know if she lets herself go there emotionally. She doesn't. When do we ever really see her other than when she talks to Marta and she's telling Marta, I raised you. I don't think there's a, a time where she lets herself get there, get so emotionally into a certain situation where she could potentially start crying. And it seemed like she just rushed through them very quickly. And they were kind of like, they it could have been something you said to your friend. I don't, yeah. I didn't see that being something you're saying to the person you're marrying at that moment. Yeah. We get, a, we get a little crazy, Michelle, sometimes. The first but, time I saw you smile, oh I my knew gosh. it was fate. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, you know, but everybody knows we'll always love each other. I could say that yes. to you. And I just, I just did. And no, it wasn't yeah, that weird. Yeah, that's a very good point. So. Well, um, maybe they can do like a vow renewal or something and she can redeem herself. I don't think she cares. I mean, I think that she's, yeah. I mean, they're married now, whatever. It's also in front of a lot of cameras. Maybe you don't want to open up that much in front of the cameras. Could be that too. Yeah. Because he's so warm and sweet that you just have to think that when the cameras are off or she's just very warm and and sweet to him and that they have a different relationship than what we see. I would hope because I I I really want to just like hug him and tell him it's going to be okay. It is. Yeah. I can't wait for them to have kids. I know. The kids are number one going to be amazingly, insanely gorgeous. I I mean, and we saw, I was saying tonight, we saw Joanna's father. And he's short. He's a short yeah. guy. And she, the mother's very petite. So she got very tall randomly and very thin and tall. And so, blonde. And, and blonde. And I mean, they have similar noses and eyes. Yeah, the, her and the mom look alike. Yeah, but uh, if she came up that perfect, now with Roman and her together, I mean, this is going to be like literally Angelina, the Brangelina's kid, kid times 10. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, we'll see uh, what happens. Really quickly before we end, though, um, well, I have two questions. Well, two things I want to touch on. We see before their nuptials, uh, Adriana and Leah in the spa at the hotel and things end. T- to put it simply, you know, they tried it. They have a little discussion about it. Adriana begs for forgiveness and Leah says, I'm done with it. Did you see surprised. that coming? You weren't I surprised? I wasn't surprised. No, because this is what people do. So this is what girls do. Guys can get over things, but... I, this has happened to me. I'm guilty of it too. When you have a friend that you guys, maybe you weren't, I, you're not getting along, and then all of a sudden they're super apologetic, and you're like, oh, you know what? I really don't need you actually. You just kind of needed that apology to realize you don't really need them. You just wanted the apology. Oh, but wow. then the minute they go off and they move on and they don't think of you anymore, you kind of want them back, and you're like, wait. I thought that you were apologetic and you want to be my best friend. It's like a game. I mean, I played this game in middle school, people. I mean, I didn't play this game. These people are in their 40s. Mm-hmm. But I understand what they're doing. So you think Leah is going to have some remorse if she sees um, Adriana yeah. move on? Yeah, because uh, – no, because Adriana is going to be good friends with Joanna. And she's going to be around a lot. And now it's going to be a situation where I feel like Leah is going to feel left out a lot. Adriana is going to have a lot of parties and, and, and gatherings. And Joanna is going to have a lot of things that they're going to do. And maybe and Leah Leah's won't be invited like, because – Why wasn't I invited? Because Adriana's going to hold a lot of the functions. And I think she's going to yeah. say, well, Leah, I would have invited you. But you said you, your life would be better off if I wasn't yeah. in it. I mean, I just thought it was mean and cold-hearted of Leah to do that. And I did not expect it at all, especially since we've seen Leah in previous episodes kind of crying a little bit about it and Adriana crying a little bit about it. And then we have Adriana in this scene bawling and saying, you know, That's why, forgive me. And Leah's like, no, I've seen that you're an evil, negative person and I don't want you in my life. Like that That's to why. me, even if that's how you feel, I think you maybe say, you maybe just tell the person, okay, we can work on a friendship and then maybe behind their back, you know, just kind of distance yourself from them. But to to watch someone crying and obviously in pain and to just 
reject them, that that's mean. That's nasty. Uh, yeah, no, she's it, got no, bad no, karma coming to her. Yeah, I think that she was obviously having some bitter feelings toward her. It wasn't about their friendship anymore. This was not about the two of them anymore. You this think it was, was her about more, winning? It was more about winning. All right. Well, um, speaking of winning, my last question for you is whose wedding? This is, I mean, the season was about Adriana versus Joanna's wedding. So whose wedding do you prefer and why? Is that a mean question? I would say Joanna's yes. wedding because they were all together. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. Thanks. <laughs> I try. Yeah. Um, my answer is not as diplomatic. I would say Joanna's wedding as well just because it looked like a funner care more carefree wedding well, it, it seemed it to be funner. a little less yeah it seemed to be a little less stressful on the guests <laughs> a and, little bit yeah and a little bit more organized and yeah together so i don't know i mean i think overall they both were beautiful weddings and i hated adriana's wedding right. i hated everything about <laughs> it i mean i thought it was pretty and that's it i think they were both appropriate for each individual housewife like joanna couldn't have had adriana's wedding and adriana couldn't have had joanna's wedding so i think they were appropriate weddings for the appropriate girls when you see adriana now it makes you wonder how she could ever allow people to be that confused and stressed out to get ready and have these changes and everything she seems so different now like she wouldn't do that I don't know. Well, anyway, um, let's get into some predictions for the reunion shows. um, And now, before we head out, after Buzz TV predictions. I didn't write anything down. I didn't. I don't. What is my prediction? Um, I predict that everyone is going to gang up on Lisa and attack a bunch of her. Uh, motives and a bunch of her, you know, behavior this season. Okay. Um, I think that Adriana is going to have a less difficult reunion than I had thought she was. Agreed. I think she's going to be quiet and I don't think anybody's really going to bother her. And I think they're going to, people are going to actually stick up for her that we would never think would. I also think Leah's going to get attacked a little bit and I think Lisa's going to attack her a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, we will be back next week uh, for the reunion after show. So make sure you tune in for that. In the meantime, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. And Twitter and Instagram at Miss Ashley Daniels. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 